Hey guys, welcome to the Blue Sky Lounge, a Disney Imagineering podcast. I am your host, Tyler Ianko, and this is episode 15. Now, the Blue Sky Lounge is a community where people can come and share their Blue Sky ideas for Disney, whether it be a new idea for an attraction or a restaurant, or even a bathroom concept. We want to hear it and discuss it. You can subscribe to our show on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, and if this is your first time listening to the... You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. And if this is your first time listening or watching the show on YouTube, welcome. Go back and view past episodes, and we'd love to hear your comments for a future show idea. Walt Disney once said, we keep moving forward. And this quote not only fits with what's going on in the world right now with COVID-19, but also because this week is the start of the 2020 virtual Walt Disney World Marathon. This week, Lisa Donato Glasner of thecastlerun.com a lifestyle blog about Disney, running, and life in general will be joining us again to talk about Run Disney and the Walt Disney World Marathon. Please welcome Lisa to the show. All right, folks, well, here on the Blue Sky Lounge, we do have Lisa Denono-Glasner from the Castle Run. Uh, welcome, Lisa, back to the show. Thank you so much for having me again. We had such a good time last time. I couldn't yeah, wait to come back. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, so Run Disney is this uh, huge... I want to call it like a force almost that Disney has that has a massive following. Um, why don't you uh, start with how you kind of got involved with running and, and what led you to the run Disney portion and running in, in the Walt Disney World marathons and things like that versus other marathons? Yeah, so, um, you know, I've, it's, I've shared bits and pieces of this story before, and it, it, parts of it kind of bring down the room, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, back in um, 2013, like four months after my younger son was born, um, my dad got really sick. He was actually diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia, and um, he fought the good fight, um, and, and it was a really tough time in our lives. There were about 10, 10 months that he was fighting before we ended up losing him, um, and during that time, like um, like I've like I've you know said before on other forums, um, you know I've always been kind of a health nut, but I was never really a runner. Um, so, you know whether it was meditation or working out or weights or whatever it was, like I definitely was into fitness and taking care of myself, but running definitely like wasn't my thing. I mean okay. I would complain about running the mile in gym class, like I might run a little bit like to warm up for a workout, but that was pretty much the extent of my running yeah. career. At that point, um, and like during that time in my life, I found that all of the tools that I had been using for so long to take care of myself and keep my head clear and kind of function at a high level in my job and with my kids and, um, you know, elsewhere in my life just kind of weren't working for me anymore. Um, you know, sort of sitting to meditate and clear my head was out of the question because there was just so much pain and so much ick in my life at that point. And I remember just one day I kind of hopped on the treadmill and I just kept going. Um, not for 20 miles or anything like that. I think that day I might have been, you know, two and a half miles. Um, but I knew, like, I felt better after. And even more so, like, I knew during the run that my problems kind of weren't at the forefront for just that moment. And I think it almost became, like, a form of meditation for me where I could kind of mentally process and get the ick out um, yeah. because there was, like, a physicality to it in addition yeah. to, you know, having that clear mental space that mm -hmm. happens when you run. Um, you know, people talk about the runner's high, but you know, that's sort of, you know, can't, you know, comes later. Um, but no, it, it just sort of became a coping mechanism for me, like for lack of a better description. Um, and when we lost my dad, I did keep running. 
Um, and, you know, I always was a, you know, a big fan of Disney and enjoyed the parks. And I think like kind of during that time and like after that time, we started coming to Disney more frequently um, just because we needed that happy place in our lives like so many of us do. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and it, it, it was sort of a sensible nexus. And honestly, I, I, it was the Princess Race Weekend, which is February um, of 2016. I remember hearing that that half marathon was on February 21st, 2016, which just happened to be the two-year anniversary of losing my dad. Okay. And back when I heard that that date was what it was, I was like, heck yeah, because it just became this kind of symbolic, um, I'm still kicking you know, shout at the universe yeah, um, sure. that I was going to take that on. I mean, now I could run a, not to belit- not to make light of it, but now I could, you know, run a half marathon with my eyes closed. But, you know, at that time, it was a big, big challenge for me. And so I kind of started training for that race. Um, and it was, you know, everything that I thought it was going to be when I went down and ran it. It was the most amazing, amazing experience. Um, and I kind of caught the bug then. And um, you know, since then, obviously, it's become a really, really big part of my life. Yeah. You know, this, this year aside, because of course, all the in-person races haven't, you know, happened since since all this started. But um, still, the the community of people is absolutely ordinary. Um, it is such a unique and wonderful way to experience the parks, um, you know, and, and Disney property when you're doing the races on property. And and like I said, you know, to start, it's just this sort of lovely nexus of two of the loves of my life um, yeah. running in Disney. What do you feel it is that Disney does above everybody else when it comes to a race? So, I mean, I'm not going to compare them in a way that says, like, that they're necessarily better. But that being said, like, Disney is Disney. And everything that Disney does well, they do wonderfully well with races. Um, Like I said, the the community in and of itself that has come together as a part of Disney races um, is extraordinary. Um, But it all just it's just a fully immersive experience. Like when you're a part of a race weekend, you come in at the beginning of it, you go to the expo, you have that full experience. Um, Obviously, the theming is extraordinary. The entertainment during the races is absolutely amazing. Um, Like I said before, you're experiencing the parks in ways that you would never experience them. Otherwise, there's nothing in the world like, you know, running through around World Showcase at Sunrise, just going and the incredible, like, I can go the distance type music playing in the background and... um, it's it's the full experience from start to finish. You know, the, the corrals, you start to arrive at three o'clock in the morning. And yeah. from that moment that you step through at the corrals and you're doing character meet and greets and you're with your people, um, you know, and all that good stuff until that moment when you cross the finish line and beyond it, it, it is as full a Disney experience. I've had quite a few friends that have done other races and stuff and I've talked to them over the past couple of weeks. And they've said like the experiences that they they encounter during the race is um second to none essentially just like you said disney is disney um they said like some of the best things are are having the music playing along the course or having those character meet and greets um what what do you feel is the most fun part about doing uh, a disney race for me, it's the community above yeah. and beyond anything else. I mean, the character meet and greets are great. I, I think they're fun. I'm not like a huge rare character junkie. If you're a rare character junkie for character meet and greets, like 
run Disney because like they get people characters out there that you would never see otherwise and that's that's awesome and a yeah. lot of fun and like I said like experiencing the parks in that different way mm -hmm. um, you know is, is such a unique experience whether it's running around World Showcase at sunrise or like turning that corner on Main Street and seeing the castle fully lit with like throngs of cheering people all around you I mean it's it's beyond anything else, but the but the thing that's with you for the extent of the race are the people that are running next to you, and that's your people, and that's your community, and um, you know, it's it it really is the great equalizer in so many ways. There are people of all shapes and sizes that run Disney. It's such an inclusive experience. It's not intimidating at all for somebody to get started, but at the same time, if you're a professional runner, it's there for you too. And yeah. so, you know, all walks of life, and and you know, all you know all your friends from old to young and light to heavy and uh, you know just getting there you know it's everybody's kind of out there together and we can yeah. cheer each other on and and you really do sort of bond with people that you're struggling through those miles with yeah that was that was actually going to be my next question is you know for for those people that are planning on doing um a race in the future and maybe it's their first race do you feel that it's uh it like like it is a welcoming community like if if person a is having a really hard time halfway through the race do you find that there's other people along the race that try and like motivate them tell them to you know like you're doing great kind of thing oh my gosh like absolutely like yeah you know, it's it's such an encouraging atmosphere my favorite thing in, about the sport of running or one of my favorite things anyway it's just the fact that it's you against yourself out there it's mm -hmm. not teams there's no competitor like you are out there you're not out there to beat the person in front of you. You're about to, you're out there to like best your last fastest yeah. run or cross your new longest distance. Yeah. Um, and it's you against yourself and it's you against your last best run. And so, you know, running in general tends to be a really sort of supportive, you know, peer friendly sport. But when you're out there at Disney, whether it's, you know, the princess races or, you know, Star Wars weekend, whatever that's going to become, or, or anything else, we are all out there together. And if you're struggling out there, like there is going to be somebody to help you out. There's going to be somebody to help you from medical, and like you know, there's going to be somebody to like to. I mean, we have carried people over finish lines. Like if you're yeah. out there and you want to finish, we are going to get you over the finish line. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I think like that combined with just the fact that it is such an inclusive atmosphere, like I think it is probably one of the least intimidating race environments that you're ever going to find. I think That's people awesome. tend to get a little bit um, intimidated by Disney because like everything else, Disney, there's lingo, there's corrals, there's proof of time. There's like all these like yeah. words that people throw around. None of it's yeah. complicated. Yeah. Um, you know, and I would just say like kind of, you know, use your 10 minutes to kind of get up to speed on like what the little lingos are talk to somebody like me i've got plenty of blog articles out there yeah um as well get up to speed but then just know that it's not an intimidating atmosphere at all yeah, yeah. what kind of advice would you give to a first-time runner that wants to do like a 5 10 half marathon register <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And that's my, you know, I mean, they do tend to fill up quickly. So yeah. if you're, if there's a race that you absolutely know that you want to do, then find out when registration day is and kind of be online when it goes live and yeah. get yourself registered and the rest goes from there. I mean, I think that people may tend to underestimate the exhaustion factor because you are waking up like in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, you're, like I said, you're arriving at corrals at 3 a.m. So depending on what your pre-run routine is, you know, I tend to get up at 1.30 in the morning on race mornings. Um, which really can catch up with you, especially if you're doing multiple races in the course of one weekend. So yeah. get your rest. 
I would definitely like make sure that the people that you're traveling with, like if you're traveling with family, make sure that they know that you're going to need their support and maybe you're not going to be able to do park days if you're there with your spouse or a parent and you've got kids along with you. Just make yeah. sure that they know that you might need a little more help with kids than usual that weekend so that you can take care of yourself along the yeah. way. Um, but yeah, like my first and foremost is just register. Um, yeah. And if you're registering for a 5K, no, there, there's literally no speed requirement for a 5K. It's a 16-minute mile for the other races, which is very reasonable. Um, but for a 5K, there's no speed requirement. Just you know, just the, the hardest thing is to get on that computer and pull the trigger for the race. From yeah. there on out, just kind of we'll walk you through it. It's, it's not going to be overwhelming, I promise. Yeah. Just make sure that you've got people along with you that can support you on yeah. the way and that, um, you know, and that you follow through on your commitment because you're going to have a great time. That's <laughs> very cool. Um, what... If you could add anything to a run Disney race, what would you add? Like as far as a new race weekend or, or new race weekend, or if you could add something along the course, whether it be like a different type of experience that the runners could have or anything like that, what would you add? Um, I mean, I don't know that there's anything in particular that I would add to the courses themselves. I mean, as far as characters and music and entertainment and all that good stuff, I yeah. think, um, yeah, I think they pretty much have, have all of that covered. I would love to see a race through um, some of the new, you know, lands like Galaxy's Edge. I would mm. love to see a Navi on the course. We have yet to do that. Yeah. <laughs> because really character cool. meet and greets are not happening at all at Disney yeah. right now, but um, yeah. that would be amazing. But yeah, no, I mean, I think we've recently found out that Star Wars Race Weekend is going to be reimagined um, yeah. going forward in 2022. So I would, I'm excited to see what the new theming is going to be. I, would love to see a Marvel race weekend or something like that yeah. out here. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's my long answer. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what's your favorite thing that you experienced while writing? Like you mentioned seeing the sunrise over world showcase or seeing uh, the castle lit up while you're, while you turn down main street. What's that one site that you like, gives you the shivers every time you see it when you when you run a Disney marathon? So I have, I have a few answers for you because there's no way I can't say them all. Um, okay. I'll be quick. <laughs> um, so that the castle is the big one. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no feeling on the planet, like turning that corner on Main Street, seeing the castle fully lit in front of you at sunrise or whenever it is that you're entering. And there are literally just like throngs of people lining the streets with posters and cheering. And I, I, I have never not, as many as I've done, I've never not turned that corner and not cried. Yeah. Um, so that's just above all, like that's, that's sort of the iconic run Disney moment that yeah. like everybody talks about and you can't not be a huge, you, you can't not feel it like yeah. everyone, um, that running around like the sort of, well, when Fountain of Nations was a thing, uh, running yeah. around that corner at Epcot toward the end, they tend to be playing, I can go the distance on that yeah. turn. That is another extremely emotional moment. Yeah. Um, and then during most of the half marathons and then during marathon weekend during the marathon there is literally a gospel choir singing wow. um as you're turning that last bend to the finish line yeah um so i told you i'd be quick but the, those are three that i can't not mention that gospel choir like especially if you're not feeling so good you may wonder if you've passed on or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening is seeing the gospel yeah, choir but right. that's just that those are the, those are for me those are like the three iconic moments that can't be understated during that's, any race weekends that's awesome um, Disney has tons of running courses that they have throughout the parks and, or throughout the resorts and, and, um, areas. What is, 
well, first, have you ever run any of those running courses or running tracks? And where is your favorite place to run on property? Yeah, in fact, I have a full guide on the blog of the different running paths at Disney. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you're if you ever need just the castlerun.com. If you need to know where to run at Disney, I've got most of the resorts covered for you. Um, my personal favorite um, is Crescent Lake and the Epcot Resorts. Um, so that's it's it, you can get some good distance there, and it's also just a really special place to run. So around Crescent Lake, if you don't know, that's the lake that um, the Boardwalk, uh, Yacht Club, and Beach Club surround. So you can do that Crescent Lake run, and you'll pass the Swan and Dolphin coming out, and you can actually run that pass out, path out to Hollywood Studios and back. Um, so you get some good mileage there. You also pass um, five different resorts and two parks. So right. it's pretty awesome. And then you can end with ice cream at Beaches and Cream. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> or a drink at Hurricane Hannah's, depending on your go. age and your pro. pro <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, what do you feel is the necessity to have when you do run? Like what, what item is the necessity to have? Other than good shoes. Know, that's my answer. <laughs> Good shoes. Uh, you know, when you're running Disney, a lot of people do love to um, dress in costume. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, like, if that's the kind, I mean, don't feel like you need to. But, like, there's probably, as, there's as many people by, like, easily not in costume as in costume. Yeah. But definitely, like, have fun with it if you want to. So yeah. depending on what the theme of the run week is or just, like, what characters you're into or whatever, like, absolutely, I wouldn't um, hesitate to... Um, have some fun and dress yeah. up and really kind of throw yourself into race weekend. That's pretty. That's always a always a good um, yeah a good way to make the most of the weekend. And it definitely is a way that Disney stands apart from from others. Um, otherwise, like and test it out. Like I would say, never running with fuel or um, you know this goes for any runner or you know race gear or a costume or anything that you have not tested out. You don't want that first yeah. run to be in the costume on the yes. <laughs> things can go awry and you don't yeah. want that to happen to you for the first time when you're out there yeah otherwise the the question the answer that you told me i couldn't say is is my real answer you yeah. need good running shoes and that's all you need to be a, yeah. to be a runner like go out there get yourself fitted for a proper pair of shoes um yeah. so you don't hurt yourself and very cool how many costumes have you used while you've been running at run disney i don't know how many races have i done i don't dress up every time i'm definitely not like one of the crazy like really into it costume yeah. people but yeah you know, i mean we did maleficent one year like and we had like the ears going on and the <laughs> and everything and that was awesome um i've done cheshire cat i've done like all the princess stuff um i tend to kind of be more of a, like in a bound situation yeah. so like i'm in comfortable running clothes that sort yeah. of channels whatever character it is that i yeah. that i'm doing and i've gone out there just in black you know black leggings and a top as well and yeah. um, so a lot i mean pl plenty i think i tend to go more out for things like star wars race weekend or something yeah. where the theming is very specific excellent perfect yeah. all right um well i think that's kind of all uh, all the time that we have for today so thank you yeah. so much for coming on again we really appreciate it thank you all right it's and uh i hope that you have uh, a great new year as you said we're filming this new year's eve so Hope that 2021 brings you lots of uh, luck and joy. And, and likewise uh, to you um, and everybody listening. I, you know, 2020 has been a crazy, crazy year, um, but I think we should all be really proud of ourselves for getting through it. And um, I can't wait to see what 2021 brings. Excellent. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. We really appreciate it and uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Take all care. Right. Thanks again, Lisa, for joining us here on the show. Now it's time to hear from you. I put out the question of, if you could change or add any things to the marathon, what would it be? First off, one of the ideas that I had is I thought it would be really fun if you had the ability to ride one attraction on the race route itself. 
So for instance, if you wanted to ride Space Mountain, you could go in and ride it. Now I know that it messes with the time of the race, and it also messes up with the time limit per mile of the actual marathon, but I still think it would be a fun thing to do uh, to allow the participants that one special treat of having a certain amount of rides open that they could be able to ride during the race. But just remember, it would only be a limit of one because we don't want to have everybody riding rides while they're racing. Shannon, who has run multiple Run Disney marathons, said, I think it's a different experience for everyone, to be honest. Some people want more characters, while others may want fewer. I personally found it was the perfect amount. For me, the only thing that I can think of would be to maximize the time in parks in the course themselves. But recognize that it's tough because the parks need to be open for the guests as well. So rather than wish for what I didn't have, I'm thankful for the experiences they have provided me, just as they are. Now Shannon, I completely agree with you. I think that would be a lot of fun to have the most amount of time in the parks. It would be really nice to maximize that time. But I also do understand, like you said, that the parks do need to be open for the guests. However, if we are blue skying it, it would be f a lot of fun if you could somehow enter the parks through each main entrance and do a complete perimeter runaround of the park. So for instance, if you go into Magic Kingdom, perhaps you enter on the left-hand side of the park, run through the tunnel, go down Main Street, and then turn left into Adventureland. And then from there, you go all the way through Adventureland, around Frontierland, up by Liberty Square, and then maybe you cut through Liberty Square and then run up through the castle, up by the carousel, and then you run through Fantasyland by Ariel's Ride, and then back down through Tomorrowland, and then from Tomorrowland, you come back out down through Main Street, or even maybe cut on the path behind Main Street that they use for um, extra ticketed events sometimes, and do the backstage area behind Main Street so that you're not interfering with, interfering with the participants running down Main Street. And then you can exit the park on the right-hand side of the turnstiles. And you could do that for every park. So with Epcot, you could do the same thing. Enter on one side, do a perimeter around World Showcase, and come back out the other side. With Hollywood Studios, again, a little bit harder, but you might be able to do enter on the left-hand side, go down towards Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and then cut through um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, then Toy Story Land, and then eventually go out by Fantasmic and cut out through the back part of Fantasmic. With Animal Kingdom, you could go through the main entrance and turn left into Pandora, go through Pandora, and then down the path to Africa, then cut over to Asia and Dinoland, and then come back through Dinoland, back into Discovery Island, and back down the uh, main entrance. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it would provide a little bit um, extra running route as well, so you might not necessarily have to go through extra places, maybe like Blizzard Beach or things like that. I'm not sure, but yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun to be able to run the whole perimeter of the park. Sam wrote in, I would like to have more music throughout the run. It's great, but some sections have absolutely no music at all. And definitely more bathroom spots that would be marked out beforehand on the map would be nice. That way people can plan out, and if they see a bathroom area that is completely full, they know where the next one is. She then added that, Run Disney needs to make it so that virtual races are open to more than just US citizens. I am happy to pay more for shipping out the metal and supplies, but because I'm Canadian, I can't partake in it. For instance, I was signed up to do the 2019 Wine and Dine Marathon and was excited, but then got the email 
that it was going virtual and because I was Canadian, I am not eligible for the race and they just gave me a full refund. It was nice that they gave me a refund, but I would have rather partaked in the virtual one and, been a and paid more to get the medal. Now Sam, I love your comment about the music. Walt Disney stated that it is natural for people to want to go to music. So if it were people, so if it were possible to have music throughout the course, I'm sure Disney would love to do that. I just know that because the course is so long, having that much audio equipment is almost unfathomable for an event like this. And to both set up and take down, I completely understand why they don't. Um, but it, I'm totally with you that it would be absolutely brilliant if they could, and you can have, you know, different Disney themes in different different areas. That would be a lot of fun to um, just hear your Disney music as you're running down the street. And I have also heard that the more bathrooms are a must. I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> and I totally understand your frustration as well with not being able to partake in the virtual runs because you're not American. I myself am Canadian as well and would love to be able to partake in the runs and would pay extra to ship the medals and supplies. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing your ideas and opinions with us. And that's a wrap for this week's show. If this week's show sparked an idea, leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear from you in our Blue Sky community. Now join us next week for the start of our World Showcase series, starting with an episode focusing on the Canada Pavilion. And get your thinking caps on for our show in two weeks when we discuss how to bring magic home in the way of mixology. That's right, we'll focus on Disney-inspired drinks. Now, if you want to share your opinions or ideas on upcoming topics, head on over to our Facebook community page or to our new Reddit page. Links are in the description down below. Alternatively, you can also email me at thebluesky-lounge at gmail.com. Now, we are on most social media platforms by searching The Blue Sky Lounge. And don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. And if you're new to the show, help spread the word by sharing this podcast. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as well. Now, please note that this podcast is not affiliated with Disney in any way. This is a fan-run show featuring fan ideas and artwork and is in no way any true representation of what may or may not happen within the Walt Disney Company in the future. Now, thank you so much for taking the time out of your week to join us here at the Blue Sky Lounge. And remember to think, dream, believe, and dare yourself to use your imagination. Who knows what kind of blue sky thinking you can do from your armchair. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>